Amen. Amen. I want us to read from Psalm 115. Please, we'll have a lot of reading media. Please help us. Psalm 115, verse 16. It says, The heaven, even the heavens, are the Lord's. Psalm 115. Um, are the Lord's. Yeah. But the earth had he given to the children of men. Um, secondly, I want us to read from Ephesians chapter 2, verse 10. Ephesians 2, verse 10. It says, For we are his workmanship, created in Christ Jesus, unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. Amen. Um, today, we'll be looking at a life built by God. A life built by God. First of all, from the two verses that we, we read, we can establish the fact that first, the heavens of the heavens belongs to the Lord. But the earth, he has handed it over to men. And Ephesians chapter 2 verse 10 tells us that we are all God's workmanship. We've been created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God had before ordained that we should walk in them. What this implies is that each and every one of us here, God has something he wants to do on earth with us. First of all, we've established that the earth, God has handed over the earth to men. So most times before God is able to do anything on earth, based on the way he has placed it, he needs a man. So he needs a, he, he partners himself with a man to achieve something on the earth. And based on his purpose, each and every one of us has something that has been ordained for us. He's been ordained before time for us to fulfill on earth. Amen. I want us to read another verse. First Chronicles chapter 12. I was very surprised when our sister took something from the verse during prayers. First Chronicles 12 from verse 1. It says, Now these are they that came to David to Ziklag, while he yet kept himself close because of Saul, the son of Kish. And they were among the mighty men, helpers of the war. They were armed with bows 
and could use both the right hand and the left hand in hauling stones and shooting arrows out of a bow, even of Saul's brethren of Benjamin. If, if you keep reading on, you will see like the people, these people are mentioned from different tribes that they come from. And verse 22 says, For at that time, day by day, Mm -hmm. Day by day, there came to David to help him until it was a great host like the host of God. Now, when it was time for David to be enthroned as king, men started gathering towards him. If you read the book of 1 Chronicles very well, like verse 12, we see men of different tribes, men of different abilities. In verse 2, we saw men that could hold the stone both with their right hand and with their left hand. We even see the sons of Issachar that understood the times and seasons. So because it was time for David to be enthroned as king, God gathered a lot of people like those he would need for that enthronement. And it's also important we note that we are in the last days. The enthronement of our king, who is our Lord Jesus Christ, is upcoming. And so at this very point, just as men we are being gathered to David, God is gathering in people. God is recruiting like people from different tribes, different nations, for, for the enthronement of our king. We, 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 um, we see also in Judges chapter, if you read Judges chapter 5, this was the case of Deborah. He, she was also mentioning when it was time for war. She mentioned like those who came for this war. People from different tribes. People who can do different things. They were all useful for the war during her own time. So in this very season we are in, it's a time when God is gathering men. He's gathering youths. He's recruiting people into, into his army. God is raising an army for himself. For, for the enthronement of our king. And so the, the the recruitment is out. It's open to everybody. It's open to everybody. The call is to everyone. With different talents. From First Chronicles chapter 12, we saw people who could discern, people with different talents, with different gifts. So we all have been, it's, it's open to everybody. 
with your different talents, with your different gifts that God has given to you, God is raising an army for himself. The question now to each and every one of us is, have we yet joined this army or not? Are you part of the army that God is raising in this end time? Are you part of the army that the Lord is raising in this season? Amen. Why we need to establish this is because Someone might be asking, why must my life be built by God? If you must take place, or if you must become part of this of this army that the Lord is building in this time, you must be built by him. God does not just use any man. He builds the men that he uses. He raises his men. Just like even in First Chronicles chapter 12, all these people that came to David, most of them were just deserted. Some didn't even know how to go to war. But within, within the days they were with David, they were, they were trained to become, to become men of war. And the Bible records them as the mighty men of David. Mighty men of David. So also in our own time, God is raising men. And if you must be part of this end time army, your life must be built by God. Now this, um, this um, extension has been given to each and every one of us. There are different ways that we come to God. I want us to see in the case of Jesus when he was calling his disciples um, John 1.35 John chapitre 1, le verset 35. John 1, from Jean verse 35. À partir du verset 35. John 1, from verse 35. Jean chapitre 1, Again, the next day, Et le lendemain, after, John stood and two of his disciples. Jean était là. And looking upon Jesus as he walked, he said, Behold the Lamb of God. And the two disciples heard him speak. And they followed Jesus. Then Jesus turned and saw them following and said unto them, What seek ye? They said unto him, Rabbi, which is to say, being interpreted master, where dwelleth thou? He said unto them, Come and see. They came and saw where he dwelt and abode with him that day. For it was about the tenth hour. One of the two which had John speak and followed him was Andrew, Simon, Peter's brother. He first finded his own brother, Simon, and said unto him, We have found the Messiah, which is being interpreted the Christ. Amen. Amen. I want us to read Mark 2, 13. Mark 2, 13. And he went forth again by the seaside. And all the multitude resorted unto him. 
Et toute la foule venait à lui et il les enseignait. And he taught them. Et il les enseignait. Passed by. Et en passant. Il vit Lévi, fils d'Alphée, assis au bureau des paysages. And said unto him, Il lui dit, Follow me. And he rose and followed him. Lévi se leva If you read the story of the calling of the different disciples of si Jesus, où Jésus tous ces we see that he came in different ways. Some persons we are informed by their friends. Ont été par leurs Some amis. of them, Jesus called, called them like directly. Et Jésus les rappelait See the case of Simon. First of all, Andrew went to meet Simon. Simon et il a exprimé son désir. So this this call has been spread out to everybody. Donc, everybody donc cet appel a été dispensé à tout le monde. And there are different ways. Et il y a plusieurs manières. There are different ways you may have heard of Christ. Il y a plusieurs manières où tu as entendu parler de you Jésus. May, you may have heard of Jesus. Tu as peut-être entendu parler you de Jésus. You may have had an encounter with him. Tu pourrais peut-être avoir rencontré Jésus. It could be in different ways. Ça serait dans différents Maybe formes. even today. Peut-être même aujourd'hui. You are invited to someone to this place. Tu as été invité ici par quelqu'un. They are just different ways that we get to hear about Christ. We come to Christ in different ways. But we must not remain the same. We see with all the people that that Christ met, these people had a life of their own. There was a particular life that they were living until Jesus called them and recruited them for what he had at hand at that particular time. We even hear of Mary Magdalene the Bible says that seven demons was chased out of her. So it does not matter um, how should I, like your present situation or what kind of life that you are living right now. That is if you've not met Christ yet. God is reaching out that call to you. Levi was one of the people that was despised in his own time. He was a task collector. Mary Magdalene was, was a prostitute. Even the men that came to David and David at the time, they were people who were deserted, seen as nothing. So it's, this call is not dependent on the kind of background that you are coming from. Maybe that you, you, you come from um, what's it, a Christian family. It's not dependent on that. It's not dependent on maybe the kind of life you've lived, the kind of life you've lived throughout the years. But that call is reaching out to you today. God is calling you for a recruitment for what he wants to do even in this time. Will you accept the call? Bible says that many are called but few are chosen. Will you respond to the call of God to be built by him? These, these are the first set of, of people that God is coming for this very morning. You've looked at, at your life, maybe you've been written off 
You've seen the way you've been living all those years. And you are asking yourself, can I be part of this army of God? Can I be part of what God is doing in this time? God's call is reaching out to you this morning. Will you respond to the call? Now, those who respond to this call are enlisted to God's quiver. Are enlisted to God's quiver or God's making process. So, why preparing for, for, for this? My, my mind went back to a message that Pastor preached last year about the quiver of God, where God makes his men. The quiver of God, where God makes his men. So those who are being built by God, when you accept the call of God to be met by him, he enlists you to his quiver. Because he doesn't just use his men like that. You have to be built, you have to be trained. You have to go through process to become that that which he has made you to be. And to achieve that which he has for you. Now, someone might ask, what's the quiver of God? I picked a lot from, from pastor's message last year. So the quiver of God is where God hides his army to sharpen them. It is a place of breaking and molding. It is the secret place of the Most High. God does not make his men in the open. The Bible says in Mark chapter 3 verse 14 that when Jesus called his disciples he called them first to be with him. That was the first thing, to be with him. Before they could go out and preach the word. Although he, at the point of their meeting he told them I'm calling you to make you fishers of men. But at the point when they were recruited, they had to spend time with Jesus. They had to spend time with him first. So at this, at this quiver of God, God sharpens his men. He breaks them and he molds them. And why is this necessary? Because God does, he, he does not look at what we look at. Being built by God does not mean that you have, like, you've been built physically. I think to make us understand that, that very well, I would like us to read from Judges 5. Sorry, not Judges 5. First Samuel 16. Uh, Samuel, chapter 16. The story of, of David. L'histoire de David. First Samuel 16. Samuel, chapter 16. From verse 1. 
He says, and the Lord said unto Samuel, How long will thou mourn for Saul? Seeing I have rejected him from reigning over Israel. Fill thy horn with oil and go. I will send thee to Jesse the Bethlehemites. For I have provided me a king among his sons. And Samuel said, How can I go? If so, hear it, he will kill me. And the Lord said, Take a haifa with thee and say, I, I am come to sacrifice to the Lord. And Samuel said, Comment irai-je? Saül l'apprendra et il me tuera. Et l'Éternel dit, Tu amèneras avec toi une génisse et tu diras. We'll go to verse 4. And, and Samuel did that which the Lord spake and came to Bethlehem. And the elders of the town troubled at his coming and said, Come at that peaceably. Samuel fit ce que l'Éternel avait dit et il alla à Bethlehem. Les anciens de, les anciens de la ville accourus effrayés au devant de lui et dit, Ton arrivée annonce-t-elle quelque chose d'heureux? And he said, Peaceably, I am come to sacrifice unto the Lord. Sanctify yourselves and come with me to the sacrifice. And he sanctified Jesse and his sons and called them to the sacrifice. Et il répondit, Oui, je viens pour offrir un sacrifice à l'Éternel. Sanctifiez-vous et venez avec moi au sacrifice. Il fit aussi sanctifier Isaïe et ses fils et il les invita au sacrifice. And it came to pass when they were come that he looked on Eliab and said, Surely the Lord's anointed is before him. Et lorsqu'ils entraient, ils se dit, en voyant Eliab, certainement, loin de l'éternel est ici. But the Lord said unto Samuel, Look not on his countenance or on the height of his stature, because I have refused him. For the Lord seeth not as man seeth. For man looked on the outward appearance, but the Lord looketh on the heart. Et l'éternel dit à Samuel, Ne prends pas garde à son apparence et à la hauteur de sa taille, car je l'ai rejeté. L'éternel ne considère pas ce que l'homme considère. L'homme regarde à ce qui frappe les yeux, mais l'Éternel regarde au cœur. Amen. Amen. So we see, the Lord does not look at what we look at. Donc le Seigneur ne regarde pas ce à quoi nous regardons. The build-up of Eliab even confused the servant of God. Oui, euh, la, la, la façon où Eliab s'est comporté, ça a confus l'homme de Dieu. Samuel is someone whose words are respected in Israel. Samuel, c'est quelqu'un qui était respecté en Israël. He's a seer. He was known as a seer. Il était comme le voyant, le voyant. But he saw wrongly. Mais il a mal vu. When he saw this man, quand Eliab, a, quand il a vu cet homme Eliab, though he was built up in in a in a let's say perfect way, malgré le fait qu'il était bâti dans, he was about to anoint him as king. Il était sur le point de le couronner comme roi. And what is surprising is this. Et ce qui est étonnant, when when he came to meet the the um to meet Jesse and his sons, quand il est parti pour rencontrer Jesse et ses fils, David was not among. David was not among them. David n'était pas parmi. And before he even took them, he sanctified them. Et avant de les amener, il leur a sanctifié. There was an instant process of sanctification that just went on. Il y a un processus instantané de sanctification. But that was not still enough for God to anoint them. Cela n'était pas toujours suffisant pour Dieu de leur. So we see that it's not God does not build his people like I don't know. There's no instant something. Donc nous voyons que le Seigneur ne bâtit pas ces personnes instantanément. Be, be, because you 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 now see that ah there's there's a possibility of God doing this with me. You just want to keep yourself 
que tu vois qu'il y a impossible, il y a quelque chose que Dieu veut faire à tel jour, et toi directement tu commences à t'apprêter que non, il faut que je me sente. Il connaît déjà l'homme qu'il a pris tout, pendant tout ce processus. And Eliab was not that man. Et, et, et Eliab n'était pas cette personne. So, though he went through instant sanctification with all his brethren, it was not enough reason for God to anoint him as king. They had to seek out for the son that was left catering for the ships. And according to the record of the Bible, when David came to meet them, it was not recorded that Jesse sanctified him first before he anointed him. The Bible said that the, the moment Samuel placed an eye on him, the Lord said, rise up, anoint him, he's the one. So this, this circumcision and sanctification was not something of the physical. It was something about the heart. So we, we, when men might look at like your appearance, your build up, your, but that's not what God looks for in the men that he uses. He takes his men through that process of, of circumcision of heart. So hommes. he looks at the heart. Not based on stature and appearance. Now there are things that a life that are that is built by God must go through. The first thing, which I also picked from Pastor's message, was incubation. That was the, the perfect word for it. Incubation. Mark 3.14 says, when Jesus called his disciples, he called them to be with him. Before, before um, a chick, like a small hen, yeah. So be, before, like, it comes out to the world, the, the egg has to go through incubation, right? To, by the mom, right? By, by the hen. So after that process of incubation, it's like the egg is developed to like come out. What happens to an egg that doesn't go through incubation? It cannot be hatched, right? It's still the same way with us. When God enlists you to his army, you have to be incubated. In this period, God broods on you. Because when we come to God, we come to God with different mindsets. You come to God with different things. Maybe different behaviors and habits, which is not in line with his nature. So within this period, God broods on you. He breaks. He takes away. Whatever that it's not pleasing to him in your life. So the period that the Lord 
it broods on us. That incubation period is for us to be rightly formed for what he wants to use us for. In this period, you, you learn experientially the ways of God. This was what um, um, differentiated Moses from the people of Israel. This is what differentiates Children and sons of God. Children of God, they only know know the the acts. Yeah, no, only know the acts of God. Just like the children of Israel. But when you get enlisted into God's army, he teaches you His ways. Experientially, you get to know the ways of God. You get to know that which is pleasing to Him and that, that which is not. So this incubation process is very, very necessary. During incubation, you are drawn into intimacy. You get to know God, to pursue God and not after things. He teaches you that as far as life is concerned, you have, it's him you have to pursue, not the things he can give. Not the things he can offer you. Not the things that, that, that happens around you. But for you to pursue God. He calls you and he draws you closer to himself. The only problem is that some people make it to the enlistment of the army but they don't want to be incubated They become children of God claim they have given their life to Christ but have not learned the ways of God. But we don't want to be intimate with him. And there's no way he can release anything into our hands. God cannot release things into into the hands of a man that he's not intimate with. God has to trust his men before he can be able to hand over anything to him. So within this period of incubation, God broods over us. He breaks you. He teaches you his ways. It can come through his word, the study of the word. Prayer, meditation on, on the word of God. He exposes your heart See, the Bible says in Jeremiah 17, verse 9, that the heart of man is desperately wicked. You do not know what you are capable of doing until an opportunity is given to you. But God sees us even into our future. And he comes for us before that future. So during that incubation period, the Lord reveals the tendencies of your heart. There are some things you can't imagine that you'll be able to do. See the case of David. I think if someone had ever told him he would kill someone because maybe of an act of adultery, he wouldn't have believed it. See, even when Nathan met him and explained the situation to him, what did he 
dit? Qu'est-ce qu'il a dit? He said the man that did this has to be killed. And that is the way we are sometimes. When maybe God uses an example to tell us what we are capable of doing in the future. You exclude yourself from it. And you like you see other people into it. Whoever that can be able to do this. You are not supposed to survive. You are supposed to be killed. All of these things. But it could be God exposing your heart to you. Because there are tendencies right there that you do not know about. It could be tendencies that flows even from your from your family. It could be tendencies that will flow from the habits you are building right now. So during the period of incubation, God exposes your heart through the word. Is not left for you by the help of the Holy Spirit to deal with these things. Because if you don't deal with them, it is, it is these small tendencies, little forces that affect people at the apex of their destiny fulfillment. It is these little things, these little forces, that prevent people from getting to where God really wants them to be. You might be having little influence at this time, but that might not be the full scope of what God has for you. So it's important that you wait and allow God to brood on you. Go through that process of circumcision of heart. As he draws into intimacy, stay with him. Stay and allow yourself to be changed. Allow his nature to rub on you. It's one thing that I've discovered. When you continually spend time with God, you are I don't know how to explain. You are lesser drawn away from the flesh. I don't know the best way to, to present it. You lose, you lose the, the um, yeah, you lose the desires and the power of the flesh over your life. As you spend time in spiritual things, consciously, with all your heart, you see all of these weights that keeps you down, they keep dropping one after the other. I remember an example that was given to us one time of um, a water that had charcoal in it. You had to keep pouring, when you keep pouring water, the impurities in the in the, in the cup begin to give away. That's the same way it is with God. When you become intimate with Him, when you spend time with Him, all those things that are impurities in your life, they begin to give away. The reason why you still see them present in your life is because you've not taken enough time to spend time with God. Because God is light. And with Him, there is no iota of darkness. So when you begin to walk with him, that light reflection begins to rub off on Donc, you as well. You gradually start becoming like him. And that is what God wants for a vessel that he will be using at this time. Another moment. thing that the, a life that is built by Christ must go through is process. 
process. Le processus. I want us to read from John 21. Verset 3. Jean 21 verse 3. Jean chapitre 21. Simon Peter said unto them, I go a fishing. They say unto him, We also go with thee. They went forth and entered into a ship immediately, and that night they caught nothing. Simon Pierre leur dit, Je vais pêcher. Il lui dit, Nous allons aussi avec toi. Ils sortirent et montèrent dans une barque. Et cette nuit-là, ils ne prirent rien. Every life that must be built by God. Toute vie qui doit, qui doit être bâtie par le Seigneur must go through process. doit passer par un processus. And, but when you abort, when you try to abort your process, quand tu, quand tu essaies d'esquiver le processus, you are aborting your manifestation. Tu es en train d'empêcher de, 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 ta manifestation. Look at Peter. Regardons Pierre. He's one of the twelve that was called by God, C'est l'un des douze qui Jesus. a été appelé par Jésus. And the what Jesus had for him was for him to become a fisher of men. But at some point, he was about to abort that process. This was when Jesus was taken up to heaven. He he has already left this occupation, fishing. God said, Jesus Jesus said, I'm making you Fishers of men, Je fais de toi not fishers of fish. Pas des de so he was already going through that process of becoming a fisher of men. Non, il déjà par ce but at this particular point, à, à he particular, decided to leave that that journey that he's il a on de ce and wandered away. I would say to his own ambition. Et il par, et, et sa so and that was. Almost like, if not for the intervention of, of Jesus, si le pas, it was a point of aborting his manifestation. De, 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 de if Peter had continued, had continued to be a fisher, um, like a fisher, yeah? Si, si Pierre avait continué d'être un pêcheur, he, he wouldn't have become who God has made him to be. And there is that tendency of trying to leave the process of God, the process that God has placed you in. There is a tendency to leave off and wonder into your own ambition. Because one thing with process Parce qu'une seule, une chose avec le processus, that it takes time. c'est que ça prend du temps. It takes time for God to, to make his man, his man. Ça prend du temps pour Dieu de bâtir son. And the thing is, you might be hand, the funny thing is, you might be handling something at the time. Tu peux être en train de travailler sur quelque chose en If you are not careful, si tu n'es pas prudent, you will think you've ended the process and you're already manifesting. Si tu n'es pas prudent, tu dois croire que tu as, tu as achevé le processus et tu veux y aller à la manifestation. The, the, the thing that maybe two persons have been handed over to Parce que deux personnes ont été or you have influence over a few set of people. Or maybe you've not engaged in business or something and it's going well. That does bien. not mean that your process is over. Cela ne veut pas dire que le processus est terminé. Because even while in the process, God watches your faithfulness parce in que, the little that He's taking parce you. Que même dans le processus, but the temptation is for us to think that we've arrived at where God has like where God wants us to be. And because of that, you you cut off from your line of him. 
Maybe in your process, we've been asking you to pray for this amount of time, do this, do that. And because now you think you have influence over people, you say, no, I have to cut off all spiritual I have arrived at where God wants me to be. It doesn't work like that. Look at the, the story of Joseph. His dream was, was that like the, the, the moon, the star, they bowed down to him. When he, when, when he got to the place of, of Potiphar, he was offered something like that. He was placed above all the servants in the house of Potiphar. But he was still on that process. You could have just imagined that I have arrived at this place. Okay, this is the dream that God's placed for me. I saw that people were bowing down to me and the servants in Potiphar's house, they are He could have just relaxed and maybe fallen even into the temptation of Potiphar's wife. But because he knew he's, he's been incubated by God he knew that his process hasn't ended. He kept moving with that focus. Even when he got to the prison yard, the same thing happened. You might say he's in the prison. Some people become kings even in prison. He was like the king of the prison. But he never forgot, forgot like that view, that focus that he had. So it's not all about the influence you, you are having at the time or the people you are affecting their lives right now. It might not be the full scope of what God has for you. It could still be that God is watching you to see your faithfulness in the little that you are doing at this time. Don't wander away from your process. Or else you are bought your manifestations. Sinon, tu vas ta manifestation. Do not run off. We have to be patient. That's something that a life that is built by God must learn. Ça, que la, la, est, uh, par le you must learn patience. Tu dois la because most time it can be discouraging. Parce que parfois, tu when you see people imagining into based on their own ambition and what they have. And you feel they've gotten there and you are lacking behind. When you get to feel that God is delaying you, that's the process most times. You feel like God is delaying you. You feel like God is constraining you from a lot of things that you are supposed to have at this time. But you must remember that it takes time for God to make his name. And when you are done with the process of God, people around you, even people that have known you in the past will not recognize you. So this is the second set of people that God 
is calling for this morning. Have you wandered away from the process of God? Maybe you began very well with God and he has been taking you through that period. Through that process. But because of what you have seen, you've wandered away from that. God is calling you back. He's still waiting for you at the juncture that you left. For you to return so he will continue The third thing and the last which a life that is built by God must experience is training. Training. Pastor said that you can only manifest your training. We've established from Ephesians 2 verse 10 that God has good works that he wants us to do. And for that very assignment, you have to be trained. It's funny that as Christians sometimes, we are going through school, right? You go through school for a particular profession. Why can't you just wake up a day and declare yourself a doctor? Why can't you just wake up and declare yourself an accountant? You have to go through training, right, for you to gain, to gain this profession. But when it comes to assignments, because all of these things are platforms that God is giving to you to fulfill your assignment. It's something you must understand. Going to school is not your assignment. And the profession that you are aiming for is not your assignment. The certificate is only a platform that God will give to you to reach out to to, to the people of your assignment. The diploma that God is just a platform and just as you are being trained for you to get there, you also have to be trained to be able to fulfill the assignment that God has told you. And this is why we have the church. The church is for training. The church is for training. God, as you, as you walk on this journey, God places people to train you. You have pastors, you have leaders that will train you on your way to destiny. And if you must be built and if you must become who God has made you to be, you must submit yourself to this training. Your training can come through people and teachings. God can also train you through experiences. When we talk of people, look at the people that were listed in the Bible. Elisha had to be trained by Elijah. Even the great apostle Paul, for some period, had to be taken through by Barnabas. The disciples of Jesus had to be taken through, trained by Jesus. Apollos, at some point in his life, had to be trained by Aquila and Priscilla. David, 
David, before he became king, avant d'être roi, he had to go through Saul. Il devait passer par Saul and Samuel. Et Samuel. So God places people on your way to destiny. Donc Dieu place des personnes sur ton and chemin dans ta destinée. Et il place aussi des expériences that should train you and prepare you ahead for your assignment. Des expériences qui vont te former pour le, pour le, pour ton, ton, ton devoir devant. Now the question to you is. Donc la question à toi c'est. Have you submitted yourself to the people God has placed? above you to train you. And the experiences God is taking you through, are you learning from them? Are you learning from those experiences? Are you being built up? There is an example that I fear very well. Someone gave us an example of a bucket and a basket une, being placed in the river. At the point when this bucket and the basket are in the river, you can see them filled up. You can't tell the content or what they are able to carry at the, until they are lifted up from that river. You are at the river right now. God is releasing a lot of teachings and trainings you. But five to ten years from now, we'll see if you were able to retain anything. At the point when the bucket is lifted up from the river, the content it has, the water it has is retained. But at the point when the basket is lifted up from the river, you find that though it had the appearance of being filled by water, unable to retain anything. What will you be able to retain? Qu'est-ce que tu pourras retenir? For the assignments and where God is taking you to. Pour le devoir et où Dieu t'amène. Will you be a bucket? Est-ce que tu seras or un seau ou une bassine? When life challenges start coming up. Quand les challenges de la vie I know you want to you want to finish up become a businessman because all of these businesses have challenges of their own. C'est que tu veux finir être un businessman. That only people with content can be able to stand for Christ even in the marketplace. Tous ont des challenges et ce sont des personnes qui ont le contenu qui pourront supporter tout cela. So are you retaining anything at this point of your training? Est-ce que tu retiens quelque chose à ce point de ta formation? This patches can be in the form of habits. This patches can be in the form of friends. Things that prevent you from keeping the word in your heart. Things that prevent you from keeping what God is pouring out into you in allow leakages in your life. It's very, very important for you to identify them. And by the help of the Holy Spirit, patch them up. Lastly, as we conclude, I want us to read the verse. 2 Timothy chapter 2. From verse 20. It says, But in a great house, there are not only vessels of gold and of silver, but also of wood and of earth, and some to honor and some to dishonor. If a man therefore purge himself from these, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified and meet for the master's use, and prepared unto every good work. 
Dans une grande maison, il n'y a pas seulement des vases d'or et d'argent, mais il y en a aussi de bois et de terre. Les uns sont des vases d'honneur et les autres sont d'un vase d'un usage vil. With God, there are different vessels. Avec Dieu, il y a plusieurs vases. Depending on how you allow God to build you. Dépendant de comment tu laisses le Seigneur You can bâtir. either be a vessel of gold. Tu peux être un vase de, un vase a vessel of silver. Un vase d'argent. A vessel of wood. Un vase de bois. Or of earth. Or, ou un vase de terre. You can either be a vessel of honor. Tu peux être un vase d'honneur or a vessel unto dishonor. Un vase de and this is not based on God. Maybe picking this person will become a vessel of gold. Pas basé sur Dieu. You, you, you become a vessel of silver. You, you become a vessel of wood. The Bible Dieu. says, if a man purges himself from this, La Bible dit que si un homme he shall be a vessel unto choses. honor. Sanctified and meet for the master's use. And prepared unto every good work. So there is a call out now for recruitment into the Lord's army. And if you've not joined this army yet, you still have an opportunity to join. If you've wandered away from your process, you still have the time to return back to God. And if you are in this process, feeling discouraged, God is encouraging you this day that he has not forgotten about you. His eyes are on you and he's building you up for the future that he has for you. And may the Lord bless us as we respond accordingly Please let's be on our feet as we pray. First, I want us to speak to God. I don't know the level you are at this point in time with God. Have you even been recruited to this army? Do you know God for yourself? Do you have a relationship with God? If you don't, this is a time for you to speak to me. He's still calling out and reaching out for you. Speak to him and ask that he come to your, your life, come into your heart and dwell and be your Lord. And maybe if you've already given your life to him, you know yourself. Have you been in intimacy with God? Or have you dropped the process to wonder carrying your own ambition going by your own way to seek out life by your own that is not what God has for you he doesn't want you to try five, ten means before you arrive at the destination he has for you that is why he gave the Holy Spirit to be our guide to lead you on the right way to go to direct you to the future that he has for you can you return back to him and say Father I'm back I've wandered away, but I've returned back. I want to be built by you. I want to be raised by you, to become a vessel in your hands. And maybe you're already in this process. You are walking on this road of intimacy Can you ask the Lord for grace? The Lord, help me, grant me grace. Grant me the grace, grant me the grace to continue. Grant me the grace not to be distracted by whatever that I'm facing. Help me, Lord. 
Oh, aide-moi, Seigneur. Let's continue to pray. Continuons à prier.